God, what a great God. We bless your name today. We honor you for your goodness. We honor you for the blessing. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for counting us among the living. We thank you for all the testimonies the Lord you gave us. We thank you for your divine escapes and supernatural helps. Thank you for healing your people. Thank you for frustrating all attacks of the enemy. Thank you for casting the spirit of death. All kinds of accident and poisoning. Thank you for your special deliverances. What a mighty God. We stand before you today with our hearts full of gratitude. We say thank you Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name Lord. You have been good to us as a church. You have been good to us as a family. As individuals we celebrate you today. As we honor you today with the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that let this power be seen in our lives in the name of Jesus. Cause us to experience you in a dimension you have never known before. I decree everybody is living here with a touch from heaven in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence and thank you for your power and thank you for your glory in the midst of your people. We honor you today in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Can you give a big, big, big clap of honor to the Lord? Amen. Help me look at the person next to you and tell the person you are most welcome. And tell the person he is risen. Look at the person's face and tell the person he is risen. He is risen. For death could not hold him captive. Hey, I said, look at somebody's face and tell the person, for death could not hold him captive. Tell the person, he is not in the grave. He is not in the grave. Look at the person's face and tell the person, he is not in the grave. He is risen and risen indeed. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that Jesus did not remain in the grave? Are you sure you believe in that? Can we give a big, 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 big clap of unto the Lord? Hallelujah. He is risen. Hallelujah. We read from some powerful scriptures by our sister. First John 20 from verse 1 to 18. Luke 24, 36 to 47. And Romans chapter number 8. The verse 11. Let's look at Romans 8 because that's quite a very simple. But if the spirit of him... Who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I'm sharing with you this morning a message entitled The Power of the Resurrection or The Resurrection Power. If the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if that same spirit also lives in you, he shall quicken your mortal body. People of God, please let's understand that Jesus died on the cross. He was buried in the grave and on the third day he rose up again on a Sunday like this. So on a Sunday like this, he rose from the dead and let me tell you, he is risen. For death could not hold him captive. In Acts chapter number 2, the verse 24, when they were giving testimony about the resurrection of Christ, Acts 2, 24, very powerful scripture, listen to this carefully. Whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by. Give me the NIV. It was not possible. It, it's not possible that death could hold God captive. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death. Because it was impossible.
impossible for death to keep its hold on him. It's not possible. Jesus did not remain in the. I mean, it would be. I mean, it would have been a mistake. It, it, it would have been an error that when he died, he did not rise up again. This is our faith. This is what we believe in. This is what makes Christianity different from any other religion. This is what makes Christianity exceptional and peculiar. And this is what makes Christianity unique from any other religion. His death, his burial, and mostly his resurrection. The resurrection of Christ cannot be explained by science or by natural law. You can't explain it. But naturally, when a human being dies, I mean, after some few days, you bloat. And when you bloat, after some few days, you burst. And your body begins to diminish. Everything about you, your eyes. And when they, people come to look for you for some time later, they will see only skeleton, bones. So by natural law, you can never explain that when someone dies and the person was buried and you come and tell me the person rose up again, the human mind can never understand this. But with God, what is impossible with man, when it comes to this God, all things are possible. So you can't explain it. In all human history, there is nothing to compare to the resurrection of Christ. There is no one in all history of man who is known to have resurrected after physical death and is still alive. There's nobody like that. From all human history. Please, no matter how you hate Christianity, you can't compare us with anybody. I'm telling you. How many of you know about what is happening in Paris now? In France? We call, it, we call them the yellow vest. I think they are getting confused. And there are Muslims behind doing all these things. Let me tell you this. The yellow vest rose up against uh, Macron. The, uh, the French president. All kinds of demonstrations because they don't want, I mean, things are tough and all that. Recently we thought they have stopped. When the Notre Dame fire happened, how many of you have heard about the Notre Dame fire? Over a, a, a church over, over 800 years. When I went to Paris, I went to visit that place. Very huge place. Ancient building. There was this fire and all that. I just heard it this morning. That the, the yellow vests are now even. Because when the fire happened, people donated a lot. Millions of, they are getting almost about one billion dollars. To support the rebuilding of the temple. And now the yellow vests have stood up and they are saying that no. Why should people make that contributions to help to build the church. Are you fools? Have you forgotten where you are coming from? That Christianity came from Europe and now the Muslims are taken, they are the ones behind all these things. No matter how you fight against Christianity, that is the truth, that is the truth, and that is the truth, and that, and nothing can change the truth. No matter who fights against it, no matter who stands against it. Listen to this. When Paul was going to attack the Christians. On the way to Damascus, he had a revelation and he fell. And when he rose up, a voice spoke to him. It is very hard for you to fight against the gods. Do you know what a god is? G-O-A-T-S. 
is it God's? Is it O U T S, right? A God is like an arrow with a sharp, I mean, pointed sharp something. You come, if you see a nail there, you can't put go and use your head to hit it. That's how it is. You can't fight against the truth. You can't fight against Christianity. What God has established will be there and it will work forever and ever and ever. Can you tell me anybody who died in human history and the person rose and the person is still alive today? Tell me. Can you tell me anybody like that? Up to now, up to now, archaeologists have not been able to find the bones of Jesus Christ. Up to now. No, they've done what archaeologists, his bones were still not in the grave. But they found Muhammad's own. They found Buddha's own. They found her, I mean, Hare Krishna's own. Where is Jesus' bones? The man is risen. He is risen. He is risen. That is the uniqueness of what you do. What do you mean? He's risen. I said, He is risen. There is nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do against the truth. The truth is the truth, and it stands forever. That's the truth. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Christianity is. So sometimes I wonder about people. One day somebody was telling me, he said, Oh, the, the friend said he's stopping Christianity to go and follow idols. Also, Jack is not going to do And I said, Why, Jimmy Pa? You are stopping Christianity to go and follow idol, to worship idol? Are you going forward or you're going backward? You wash your face down, you wash your face up. What do you mean? Or you're, you're a Christian and you, and you are stopping Christianity to become a Muslim. You, you are... I don't know what to tell you. No, no, no. no. Ask the person, are you going forward or are you going backward? A lady, a, I mean, I mean, a lady joined our church when we were at the White House here. After six months, I think she was looking for marriage. The marriage was not coming. I was not seeing her at church. By the time I realized, this lady was wearing my afi. You know, the uh, hijab or whatever. I said, why? He said, madam, there's a place I've married a Muslim. I said, why? He said, when I came to the church, I didn't find a husband. I found a, a Muslim man to marry. Are you going forward? Or are you going backward? Apart from Christianity, there is nothing superior than this one. The best is what we have. The unique is what we have. A lady shared a story with me recently. She wanted to come and work with us at the school. She's teaching in the particular school. So we are sharing her life story and all that. She was telling me, please, it came with her, I wanted to be, I wanted to get pregnant. Listen to this carefully. Because the, the pregnancy was not coming. So somebody introduced her to this herbal people. Herbal medicines and all that. So she went and they charged her so she discussed with her husband and they charged her and she decided to pay for it. She did part of the payment. After two months, when she started using the medicine, she had a dream that she was pregnant. She saw herself pregnant. And the lady stood there, an old woman stood there and told her, we gave the child to you. Listen to this. And she said, no, it is God. He said, no, 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 no. we gave it to you. So she woke up out of the and told the husband, this is what he said, we are not, get, we are not going there again. If God cannot give you a child, can the devil do that for you? And he's disguised in a way like a herbalist, but they are giving you things from devils. You are giving birth to children from the devil. And you multiply your sorrows. Let your frustration lead you. Go to places you are not supposed to go. If God cannot give it to you, you don't need it. You don't need it. 
So that's the difference between us and other people. We are unique as a people. And you must pride yourself that you are a Christian. Pride yourself you are a Christian. Let everybody know that you have the best, you have the unique. How many of you have listened to the message of Donald Trump on the Easter? Me, I like him, oh. No, you may hate, but I like the man. Unlike the previous president. Even though he's had problems, he doesn't hide his faith. He is bold enough to talk about Christianity as his own. Go and listen to, go and type, go to Google. uh, President Donald Trump's message on Easter. 2019. Go and listen to it. Talk about, the past. talk about, what? Please listen to me. Be, 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 Be proud of what you have. Be proud that you are a child of God. Be proud that you are a Christian. Be proud that you belong to a church. Be proud of yourself and be confident because you have the best. Glory to God. You have the best. Tell the person, I have the best. I have the best. I have the best. Tell the person, I have the best. I have the best. Tell the person with conviction, I have the best. I have the best. Glory to God. Nothing can be compared with this Jesus. Nothing can be compared with this faith that we have. Nothing. Nothing. I'm stopping church. I will stay home. I won't go to church. I won't serve God again. Now, if you don't serve God, who loses? Hey, whether you serve more or not, God doesn't lose anything. Though. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ told me Oh, yeah. When you serve God, you gain. When you serve God, you gain. I see you gaining higher ground and higher hand in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Amen. I believe that this resurrection power will work in your life in a dimension you have never known before. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. On the, resur- on the resurrection Sunday, there was a force and there was a power that was at work. According to the scripture I read from Romans chapter 8, the verse 11, there was a power, that is a, there was a force that was operating and working. Romans 8, the verse 11. Listen to what it says. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead draws in you, who, who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body. So when Jesus died, it took the power, which we call the resurrection power, to bring him back to life. Yes, And this power of the Holy Spirit was very active in his life. In Luke chapter number 2, the verse 39 the verse um, to, through 40. Luke chapter 2, the verse 39 through 40. How the spirit, how the, the resurrection power was active in the life of Jesus. From 39, please. 
So when they had performed all things, when he was born, according to the law of the law, they took him to church. They returned to Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. Look at the verse 40. And the child grew, Jesus grew, and became strong in what? He's talking about the resurrection power. If the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if that same spirit also lives in you. And he became strong in the spirit and filled with wisdom. He was a man who was growing in the spirit. I pray that from today you shall grow stronger and stronger and stronger in the spirit. Glory to God. I said you shall grow what? Stronger and stronger and stronger in the spirit. Give me, ask, ask tentative. Listen to what it says. Jesus' encounter with the spirit. The resurrection power. Ask 1038. Please hurry up. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the what? With the Holy Spirit and with what? Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So the, 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 the power or the resurrection power is the antidote for the, I mean for demonic attacks. Oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Jesus had an encounter with the spirit. Always operating and moving in the spirit. In Matthew chapter 12, the verse 20. Listen to what it says. Matthew 12, 28. But if I cast out demons by the what? Spirit of God. Surely the kingdom of God has come upon. If I cast out demons. So every demon came out of people by the spirit that was working in Jesus. One day they told him, you are casting evil spirits by the prince of demons. You are using Satan himself to cast demons. He said, if a kingdom rises up against itself, it can't stand. But I cast out evil spirits by the spirit of God. By the spirit. So he had a relationship with the spirit. He had an encounter with the resurrected spirit. And when this spirit is at work in you, no forces can stand before you. Now, if Jesus needed badly this spirit to operate well on this earth, then you need it most. You need it much, much better. Than that. Help me tell the person, you need the resurrection power. You need the resurrection power. Tell the person, you need the resurrection power. More than anything. Hallelujah. Tell the person, look at the person face to face. Tell the person, you need the resurrection power in your life. Amen. You need it and you need it and you need it. Now, when you encounter the resurrection power, some few things will begin to happen to you. Number one, when you encounter the resurrection power, dead things will come back to life. When you encounter the resurrection power, even if you are dead, the dead things will come back to where? To life. If the spirit that dwells in, I mean, raised Jesus from the dead, if that same spirit also lives in you, it shall quicken you. So whenever you encounter the resurrection power, you cannot remain in death situations. And please listen to me. The last enemy that must be destroyed is called death. According to 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. Please give me that scripture. 1 Corinthians 15, 26. 1 Corinthians 15. The verse 26. The last enemy that will be destroyed is what? Oh, is what? So death is an enemy that must be destroyed. 
And death doesn't happen in just physical death. Death can be, it can be in a form of, I mean, you can be dead in your business, you can be dead in your marriage, you can be dead in your womb, you can be dead in so many spiritually, physically, emotionally, you can be dead. Death comes in different forms and different shapes. That's what the Bible says. And the last enemy that must be destroyed in your life is death. Now, when something is dead, it means that the thing is not working. Is that not so? I mean, you can insult a dead man. Can you insult a dead man? Can you slap a dead man? Can you offend a dead man? When the thing is dead, it's not working. But what turns the thing that is not working for them to begin to work is the resurrection power. Now, when the resurrection power is at work, anything that is called dead in your life and in my life will begin to do what? Will begin to work. Oh, yeah. As we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the resurrection, may anything that is dead in your life come back and jump back to life in the name of Jesus. I mean, some of you can, you can just recall the things that are dead in your life. Things are not working. Things are not working well for you. One day I was praying for somebody and I said, touch your hand. The person touched. I said, I asked the person, what do you feel? He said, I don't feel anything. He said, my hand is dead. Yeah. You can have a limp dead. You can have a dead hand. You can have a dead neck. All kinds of things can happen to you. You can, you can have a dead business. A dead career. Dead. As somebody was sharing with, um, um, I mean, I was reading from a particular book. The person was sharing about a, a lady who had been to the university, did law, and the law was not working very well. She decided to go and do medicine. Medicine was also not working well. Hey, how can you be a doctor and things are not working for you? How many of you have seen a professor driving a smoke car before? You have not seen someone before? Driving? Hey! It is not your qualification. Though. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Please, don't wait till you die. You can activate the resurrection power for anything that is dead in your life to come back to life. I speak to anything called dead in your body, in your system, your kidney, your liver, your joints, your business, your health, anything dead. I speak life into it, the resurrection power into it now. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Dead future. Dead career. Your destiny is dead. Nothing is working. As a young lady, you started very well. You wanted to go to school. You wanted to pursue something great. But now, something has crossed you. Now you are confused. You are dead. I'm telling you. You are dead. You are, you, you are killing your destiny. You had a passion to move on. You had a passion to do well in life. But now you have mixed your life with certain things. Now you don't see your way forward. Now you have, you are in, you have interest in things that will never move your life forward. You are dead. I said, you are dead. As a young man, you started life. You wanted to do well in life. You wanted to do the right thing to please God. For God to bless you. But now you have started missing your way and doing things. You are dead. But today, as we celebrate the resurrection, I decree anything dead in your life, come back and jump back to life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Shout at me, say in the name of Jesus. I declare today, anything dead in my life is jumping back to life. 
In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when the resurrection power is at work, it brings back to life anything dead. The last time anything died in your life will be the last time anything will ever die in your life. Receive the resurrection power now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The second thing that you can experience when you encounter the resurrection power, every situation bows to the resurrection power. Every situation. Every situation will bow to the resurrection power. Hmm. After Jesus left the grave behind. From the scripture I read from John 20. John chapter 20 from verse... um, one onwards to, to, to 21. The Bible says, when he rose from the dead, don't forget, all the disciples had gathered themselves in a room and they were hiding from the, I mean, the people because they were afraid they would attack them. So they were in the room and they locked themselves. And the Bible says, when the doors were locked and they were having the key inside, when Jesus rose from the dead, when he got to the door, he didn't open the door. He just entered the door like this. He was like an estuary. It entered the... the you, uh, like you are, you are, I passed through you and I come back like this. <laughs> I've turned to be Jesus. <laughs> no, give me the verse 19 to 21. Listen to what it says. Not from verse 19. 20 verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, on a Sunday like this, when he rose from the dead, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled were inside, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst. Whoa! Like, you have locked all the doors here. By the time you read, because he rose from the dead, he just entered the wall. When he jumped out of the dead, the walls could not become a boundary and a hindrance for him anymore. When you experience the resurrection power, every wall, any stumbling block standing before you, just pass through them. It comes easy. Ah. The resurrection power makes everything possible for you. As we celebrate the resurrection, I see you passing through impossible situations. I see you going through impossible situations. Things that look impossible, I see you overcoming them. But there is resurrection power. In the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. Shout at me, say in the name of Jesus. From today, I pass through impossible situations. But there is resurrection power. In the name of Jesus. You are going through. I say you are going through. Nothing will keep you behind. Nothing will keep you at the same place. No stumbling block in your life will be able to block you from anything. You are entering impossible situations. You are going to places people thought you would never ever get there. You are getting there. I say you are getting there. I say you are getting there. People will look at you. They will be shocked. They will be surprised. It is not said to Zechariah 4, 6. It is not by might not by power. When the spirit of God comes upon you, when you experience the resurrection power, ah, what, what barrier can stand before you? Don't forget, many of us, 
we are coming from difficult barriers. Yeah. If you say hey, they say hey. Your family is tough. The barriers are many. You cross one, there's another in front of you. You have to cross and there's another one. Yesterday I was talking to a lady, a lady, 17 year old girl. She was saying, I was so innocent. My, my parents were very strict. Very, I'm talking about barriers. My parents were very strict. I don't go out. And they saw me as a good girl. But during the night, he said, around 11 p.m. and 12, I'll sneak out of the house and go and sleep with a, a boy. And come back around 2, p, 2 a.m. Yeah. He said, when I became pregnant, my parents were shocked. I shocked them. <laughs> I said, they were shocked that I became pregnant because they know me to be a decent and good girl. I don't go out. I go out in the night. Then I asked her, how old were you when you gave birth? She said, I was 16. She said, oh, but even my mother was also 16 when she gave birth. The moment she said that, it spoke something to me. There are certain barriers in your... Please, if your mother gave birth to... I mean, at the age of 16, it doesn't mean you should give birth at 16. Sometimes it's not your will that you want to give birth at 16. No. But there are things standing before you that is pushing you to, to do the things you don't want to do. Barriers. You cross one, there's another one there. Health barriers, family barriers, marriage barriers. Sometimes you can say that something in the family is moving on the trend from the mother, from the children, from the grand. Moving. But today I decree over your life and over your destiny. Any spiritual barrier by the power in the resurrection, I see you overcoming them in the name of Jesus. Say, I am victorious. Say, I am victorious. Glory to God. Your mother disappointment never become your disappointment. Their failures never become your failures. If only you will choose to do things differently from the way your parents did it. Your father was not serious with God. Your mother was not serious with God. Take a new path. Take a new way. And you see God positioning your steps. You will do better than your parents. I said you do better than your mother. You do better than your father. If you will take a good, a different and a good path, you will do well. You will do well. Glory to God. So the resurrection power removes barriers. Ah, it makes every situation to bow before you. Hallelujah. The resurrection power also makes all demonic forces to submit to you. The resurrection power. When you experience the resurrection power, all demonic forces. Hmm. In Matthew 28. But before that, let's read the scripture. Very powerful scripture. Psalm 66, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 66. Before we go to the Matthew. Psalm 66, 1 to 3. Please hurry up. Psalm 661. Make a joyful shout to God. All the earth. Roll. Sing out the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Look at the verse 3. Can we read to verse 3 together? I want to go. Say to God, how awesome are your works. 
through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. Tell the person, the enemy submits to power. Not your beauty. Not your makeup. Tell the person, the enemy submits to power. He submits to power. The greatness of thy power shall thy enemies submit. People of God, we are fighting things. The devil used to have the power. But when Jesus died, when he buried, and he was rose, I mean he rose up. He took all the power from the devil. So the devil doesn't have the power again over you. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. How many of you believe that the devil has power over you? Let me see. You think that? Please go with me to Hebrews chapter two, fourteen to fifteen. Very powerful scripture. Hebrews. No, okay, let's read Hebrews 2, 14. Then we go to Colossians. Hebrews 2, 14 to 15. Hebrews 2. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shed in the same that through death, that through what? He might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. So the devil had the power of death, but he doesn't have it now. Verse 15. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So the devil used to have the power over you. But when Jesus died, because when he died, he went to Hades, he went to hell. According to Hebrews, and told the devil, I have come. You have the key. Give me the key. He took the key of death, of hell, from the devil. And on the third day, according to Bible history, and what I heard one senior man of God say some years ago, even though he's dead, he said the day that Jesus died, all demons didn't work. They didn't go anywhere. All the demons went to sit on the grave of Jesus. Because he said on the third day he will rise up. Now we are come to sit on your grave. Satan himself came to say, now rise up for us to see. Ah. First day, nothing happened. Second day, Saturday, nothing happens. But on the third day. Ah. I was on the third day. And on the third day, who are demons? Who are spirits? Oh, who are you mountains before Zerubbabel? All ye gates be lifted up. Listen to me. Every mountain, any devil sitting on your destiny, sitting on your life, sitting on your womb, sitting on your marriage, sitting on your future, your health, is cursed from today in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Every spirit is cursed. Every demon is cursed. In the name of Jesus. Anywhere they have kept you, any grave they have dug for you, you are coming out of it in the name of Jesus. Say, I am out of every grave. Oh, shout with conviction. I am out of every grave of the devil. Glory to God. Say, I am out. My children are out. My family is out. Out of every grave. That for me. And all that concerns me. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Colossians 2, 13 to 15. Listen to what it says. Colossians 2, 13 to 15. Give me the NIV. Glory to God. When you were dead in your sins, 
in the association of your sinful nature, God made you alive with him. He forgave us all of our sins. Having canceled the, the written code, the, the other version is the handwritings, with its regulations, that was against us. So anything that was against you, that was written, you will fail. You'll be disappointed. You will never succeed. You, you, I mean, you, you, your destiny will never go anywhere. There were handwritings against us. But when Jesus died and he rose again, he canceled all those handwritings and, and, and the regulations that was against us. That's too ayah. So don't forget, there are things written, written against you. Stood opposed to us. He took it ayah. He did what? So nobody can take your name anywhere. Nobody can write. Please listen to me. If anybody can write your name and do anything against you, it's your ignorance. Wherever my name is written, catch fire. <laughs> Let them write it. Whether you say catch fire or don't catch fire, I can't do anything. I say I can't do what? Stood opposed us, took it away, nailing it to the what? To the cross. Verse 15. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made the public show a spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Maybe you don't, you, um, give me the, the new King James. Maybe you don't understand. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them. Jesus has won the victory for you. The devil is, is, is non-entity. So you are not supposed to run away from witches and wizards. I hear you have gone home. You don't run away from witches. You don't run away from wizards. If you're a Christian, you're afraid of a witch. It's like a tortoise chasing a lion. I'm telling you. A tortoise. A tortoise is chasing a lion. You, 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 you lion, I'll kill you. Or like a snail following a lion, you are killed. But don't forget, the Bible says you, we are coming from the lion of the tribe of Judah. So you have the, li- the, the, the lion lineage. Let me tell you this. When animals want to drink water, the antelopes and uh, what else? The buffaloes. They want to drink water from the river. Most of the time, they are very afraid. Because they know that when they put their head in the water, the crocodile can just appear and, cut and take hold of them and kill them. But when the lion is going to drink water, before it gets to the water, it begins to roar. So that the crocodile will hear and find some way to pass. And after rolling, he puts his hand in the water, comes out successfully and majestically will turn back and go. You are the lion of the tribe of Judah. You come from that lineage. No devil, no demon, no principality has the power to torment your life again. I said the devil doesn't have the power to torment you again. Sometimes say in the name of Jesus. I come from the line of the tribe of Judah. I am not afraid of any devil. They are all under my feet. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. They are under your feet. They are under your feet. I said they are under your feet. I said they are under your feet. From today, the things that chase you, I see you chasing after them. 
They are running away from you in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. The last time you run will be the last time you ever run again. When you see if you have a bad dream. Get up. Tell that stupid devil. Take your problem away. I'm free in Jesus' name. I told you a story about uh, 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 Smith Wigglesworth. One day he was sleeping. He heard a noise at his hall. He woke up and went. And he saw a tall black figure. As the devil. So he entered the hall. And he saw this tall black figure standing there. He said, ah. Devil, it is you. Let me go and sleep. He left the devil at the hall. Went to sleep. <laughs> he came back. He was gone. He was gone. When the devil knocks at your door, when demons knock at your door, and you open, and you see him. What will you do? <laughs> Some of you, even when you sleep and you see a cockroach, you are full of you are full of fear. You are full of fear. When you are driving, you are afraid. When you are sleeping, you are afraid. When you are eating, you are afraid. You are drinking water. Everything you have, your life is full of fear. Especially when they mention that somebody in your family is a witch. This woman is not good. Oh. You don't even cross a path. You don't even try. But greater is he that is in you. If God be for us, you don't know who you are. That is what the enemy has taken advantage of you. The devil plays on your ignorance. Glory to God. Because of time, let me just finish this. Now, maybe there's another one I want to share, but because of time, let me just... Um, looking at all this, and that is the reason why Paul was so eager he spoke about how to encounter the spirit in Re- Philippians chapter number 3 7 to 10 Philippians 3 7 to 10 but what things were gained to me these I have counted as lost for nothing for Christ he was talking about himself Paul please roll to 10 yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, knowing Jesus is better than anything, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. Ah, yeah. Verse nine, and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Look at the verse ten, that I may know Him, and the power of His what? resurrection. So there is a power that is connected to the resurrection. If the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if that same spirit also lives in you, he shall quicken. People of God, 
If there is anything that you must desire this I mean Easter period, don't desire for anything, but desire for the resurrection power. Lord, help me to encounter the resurrection power. Because that will make the difference in your life. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Now I want to share with you four ways to encounter the power of the resurrection. Then I close. And I want everybody to listen to me carefully. Four ways to encounter the power of the resurrection. Number one, you must be born again. In John 1.12, listen to what it says. You must be what? Born. Not born against. Born again. But as many as received him, to them gave he what? To them gave the right or the power to become the children. Give me the original. Let me see the, the way the original kids put it. But as many as received him, to them gave he power. Everybody say power. So you are initiated into power when you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. So the day you accepted Jesus, or if you accept Jesus today, you are initiated into power. And that becomes the beginning of the resurrection power in your life. So Jesus is the beginning of your encounter or on your path to power or resurrection power. Please don't forget that. And don't forget that Easter, I mean the Resurrection Sunday is not an event. It's not what? No, no, no. Oh, we are celebrating. Uh, uh, today is Resurrection Sunday. All of us have worn white. Hey, no, no, no. Please, it goes beyond that. Resurrection is a person. It is not an event. Don't forget that. Resurrection is... So when you encounter... Give me John, I think, eleven twenty-five. Give me that scripture. John eleven twenty-five. Let's read it together. I want to go. Jesus said unto her, I am the what? So resurrection is not an event. It's a person. So when you encounter that person, that is Jesus, you encounter the, the power with it. That's the reason why you must accept Jesus as your Lord. Know that you are a sinner. Invite him into your heart. Lord, I'll be the Lord of my life. I want to serve you and serve you well. I'll follow you the rest of my life. So the resurrection power, you encounter the resurrection power by the what? By by being what? So the day you accept Christ, the power of God begins to live in you, but in a certain level. Because a lot of power is in levels. Power is in what? Look at the person, tell the power is in levels. Tell the the resurrection power is not just a small power. <laughs> Amen. Power is in levels. There's a power of the king. The Bible says, where the word of a king is, there's what? There's power. Where the word of a king is, there's power. So there's a the power of the king, and there's the power of the king maker. Uh, when Samuel went, he was the one the Lord gave the power to anoint Saul as what? As king. So whenever the prophet Samuel enters, everybody will stand up. But when he enters the gate of the city, everybody will stand up and say, hey, is there any trouble? God, God gave him the power to make a king. But the power of the, the one who makes the king is greater than the power of the king. So there's a power of the king maker. And also there's what we call the power of the king remover. <laughs> they are not the same. When Saul offended God, the Lord said to him, from today, 
when he was going, Saul touched the dress of uh, the prophet Samuel and it was torn into two. Listen to what he said. As my dress has torn into two, so has the Lord taken your kingdom away from you. We call it the power of the king remover. This power is not the same as the power of the king. It's not the same as the power of the installer of the king. It's not the same as the power of um, I mean, these two types of kings, I mean, the powers. But there is a fourth dimension of the power, which is higher. We have called the power of the restorer of kings. That one, when you are removed, another person can come and say, I removed you, but I put you back again. This power is also a different dimension. This is when the Lord spoke to, I mean, Nebuchadnezzar. He said, you are the king, but today I've removed you. are going to be an animal. For how many years? Seven years. After seven years, I'll restore you. There's another dimension of power which is called the power of the king restorer. So power is in dimensions. Power is in levels. That's why Paul said, listen to me. When Paul said this scripture in Philippians 3.10, Paul had experienced certain levels of the anointing, of the, of the power of the resurrection. One day, a snake bit him. And it was about, he just shook his hand like this. And then, everybody thought the man was going to die. He, Paul knew the power. I mean, he can use his handkerchief. And April, and people will get healed, the demons will be cast out. But yet, this Paul said, I want to know him and the power of his what? Please help me tell the power is in dimensions. Tell the power is in levels. So, desire higher power. Desire what? And please listen to me. If you want any power, don't go to the devil. The devil doesn't have any power. The devil doesn't have what? I said the devil doesn't have what? If you want power, don't go to the devil. Hmm. Hmm. Give me some sister too. Listen to what he says. Verse 11. Come and read together. One to go. Some say two, verse 11. One to go. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard that power belongs to who? If you want power, proper power, correct power. <laughs> so sometimes I wonder about men of God who go to the devil for power to do, no, to do God's work. No, you are going for the devil's power to do whose work? No, if God can give you power. Once has God spoken. Twice have I heard that not all of power, power, power belongs to you. And you are a carrier of that power. Amen. The power in you is stronger and is greater than any demonic power. From today, may you seek after this power that will put you on top in the name of Jesus. Now, the second way to embrace this power, how to connect to the power, number one is through what? You must be born again. Number two, you must test for it. You must test for the power. Psalm 63, verse 1 to 2. Please hurry up. Psalm 63, verse 1 to 2. 63. Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul tests for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and a testy land where there is no water. Why? Verse 2. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your what? your glory. 
God connects you to power by your thirst. By your what? How thirsty are you for the power of God? For the resurrection power? Isaiah 44 verse 3. I will pour water upon him. That is what? Thirsty. Many of you, when you encounter the power of God, things will become easy for you. Yeah. Things will become more easier. The marriage will be easier. The job will be easier. Your life will be easier. Your health will be easier. For I will pour water on him who is what? You can never go and force water on somebody to drink who is not thirsty. No! God will only pour water on you when you are thirsty for it. And the water represents the Holy Spirit. I will pour water on him. That is How thirsty are you for the Spirit of God? How thirsty are you for the resurrection power? That, will, that makes things to work. It works beyond your spirit. Listen to me. By your strength, you can never do anything. No. You can't succeed by your... You can be smart. You can be this. You can be that. But when the power of God is at work, He makes the things that people are using their strength to go for, makes them to come to you cheaply. As a child of God, as a child of God, you will need the power of God to make things to work. Yeah. You need the power of God to drive a good car. I hear you have gone home. You rely on your job. Save. You are saving towards to buy a car. For how long can you save to buy a car? If your salary is 400. Use your strength. I must get money. I must succeed. By your strength. By strength, no man prevails. You need the power of God to help you. To make things to work. To make things to operate well for you. You will need the power of God till you die. You need this resurrection power. God, listen to me. You will encounter certain stages and experiences in your life. It will only take the power of God to deliver you and to help you. Use your education. Use your job. You need the power of God to make things to speak on your behalf. Hmm. Everybody say power, 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 power. Glory to God. Tell the person, desire the power of the resurrection. Desire the power of the resurrection. Tell the person, desire the resurrection power. Desire the resurrection power. The earlier, the better for you. Before somebody takes your place. Let the power of God work on your behalf. Work in your direction. Let the power of God begin to work for you. Desire the power, not your what you know. Amen. I told you, I mean, too, my time's about uh, so many stories I wanted to share with you. Personal life, church, and all the How the power of God has sustained us as a church or now. Just the power of God. Just the power of God. You may not see it, but it's working for you. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. People say they want to help you. The power of God is at work. God brings people on your way. Just to, I mean. Hmm. One day I was there, I had a, I was so worried. I, I, wanted, I wanted the church to do something. And we didn't have money. And I was so very much worried about it. Just pray and say, what do we do? All of a sudden, I was there. Somebody from eight, from one of our church members, from anywhere, just because of where are you? So I'm here. I said, why, why did you come? I said, no, no, no. I just came to visit you. 
When the person was leaving, the person left a check. Well, I don't want to tell you the amount of it. Left the check. And I want the person to hurry up to go so I can open the check to see. <laughs> and when I opened the check, it was exactly the money you wanted to do exactly the project at the school. Exactly the amount. Because when, at that time, the school had, uh, I think, they were moving to, uh, we were in class six. We didn't have any classroom for them. We were trying to force to fix the place for them to go. I told you this story before. I mean, one day, when we started the first floor, we went there and we took some of the leaders to pray. And we all knelt down and we were praying. And we were so, I was so worried. I said, Lord, make a way for us. Most of the leaders went. We were praying. And when we got up, I, I mean, a couple just said to me, the Lord just touched our hearts. We want to do something. I said, what is it? It's just some money I've saved to buy a car. Please, I want to give all the money to, for the project. Yeah. Hey! I want to say power. power. When you are taking cars and it pains you. <laughs> some of you here, nobody has ever given you thousand cities. Since you were born. The day you see thousand, you collapse. <laughs> never. But the power of God will bring certain things to you you can never. Uh, are you here? You have gone home. I would say the power of God. Say there is rising power. It makes sense to happen to you cheerfully. Don't depend on it. One day we're here, I think last year or so, and one of our church members stood as a police. And you see, it is not, God is wise, oh. God is so wise. It is now that I am realizing. What the Lord touched the heart of that person to do. Well, here, and one, one of us just stood up and said, Please, I'm giving my pickup to the church. Why not here? And the person gave his car last year. How many? No, less than one year. The person gave his car to the church. I didn't know that when the person was, gave the car, I didn't know a lot of projects were about to happen. And God is my witness. One day I was sitting in the car and said, Lord, you are wise. Because the way the car has helped carrying cement, carrying iron rust, carrying uh, timber, carrying bamboo, and I'll be driving the city with my cap, and I'll be driving. <laughs> Somebody say former. Why former? What a trouble. <laughs> what a good God. What? Will you, can you tell somebody to give you his or her car? I, I went to a program last, uh, was it Saturday or Friday, at a Shalom Spot. My, uh, one of the senior men of God was coming to visit one of our friend pastors' church. So I went, Bishop Humphrey. As soon as I entered, the lady at the, at the, at the, uh, the those parking the cars, I parked the car, said, Oh, what's up? This is your car, dear. Let God touch your heart. <laughs> I claim it in Jesus' name. I said to myself, If you know how I got this car. <laughs> Dickie James, the cow. The person has fallen in love with the car. I said, if you know how I got the how I suffer over this car. So from the human point of view, people cannot give you things from their will freely. But when the power of God is at work. Ooh. I mean, some of you here took money to buy a car for me. Isn't it? I can remember all the, all the people. I have all the names. Everybody was paying 500 or 50. I had forgotten that amount. And when I realized that they couldn't buy the car, I said, give me the money. How much do you have? I took the money proper process, but I chopped all the money. <laughs> After two months, somebody who's not a church member called from Sunyai and said, God said, I should bring you my car freely. 
You are not excited. That's why you are not flattered. Keep on using your strength. By the time you build a house, they will bury you inside. You can't sleep in. But the power of God will make you to build. The power of God will make you to stay in. The power of God will make you to enjoy in your own eyes. Everybody say, the power of God! Stop using your, stop depending on your strength so much. Is it number two? Number three. So you must test for it. Number three, be addicted to the word of God. If you want to encounter power. Romans 1.16, be addicted to the word of God. Please hurry up, my time is up. Romans 1.16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the what? So when you sit down with your Bible, do you know what you're doing? Look, look at what it is. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. So this book, the words I speak to you, John 63, they are spirit and they are life. Do you know the reason why you are empty? Do you know the reason why you are powerless? Because you don't have this word. So if you can't remember the last time you read your Bible, you, you are, the devil will, 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 will the, the devil will blow you like this. Who has a ball here? I remember when I used to play soccer. Uh, I was a good footballer. I was a goalkeeper before I became a footballer. I would dribble people uh, and then... Uh, and sometimes you dribble out, then you pass. You give back pass. Like a mess, like messy. You give back back pass. So if that's how the devil is doing you, he he's he's just playing you. Then he will he give you back pass. To one small demon. And now he plays with your head. I had a headache. Okay. When the when, when the headache is as if it's going, then he pass you. Stomach pain. Oh. Play you. You have had headache for so many years. When will that headache stop? By the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. It is the spirit that gives life. Desire the word. Please soak in this book. You don't you don't you don't even have Bible and you're talking about power. Power from where? Power, power, power from where? You are empty. One day I was walking with one prophet, Atausu. He has been here several times. He was buying water, sachi water. As soon as he took the water, I said, Hey, shut up. You are crazy. And the, 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 young, the, young, the young girl said, What? I was with him. I will slap you. He said, and the girl smiled. And the girl just stood. If you don't buy, what is it? He said, did you see what I saw? I said, no. He said, there is something mixed with the water. And they are selling. Sasha water. He said, they are mixed with it, they are selling. 
When you see it as a physical person, you see it as a normal water. Ah, you see the mute is a clean papa. A clean water. Ever pure me feel you. The water is carrying something. Yeah. You don't see anything. They brought a lady for me to pray with. Her, her, her hands swollen. Ah. So I, I was praying, and the Lord asked me, Ask her, what work does she do? I said, What work do you do? He said, Please, I'm a hairdresser. I said, oh, You have touched hair you are not supposed to touch. No, I'm telling you. Your hairdresser, not every hair you are supposed to touch. Because you are empty. People are carrying things on their head, oh. How much, how much more cases? You are kissing things. <laughs> Continue to kiss, uh, you are kissing. Yeah. Your eyes are closed. You don't see. You are empty. Go with me to Jeremiah 15, 16. Please hurry up. Hurry up. Want to go? Your words were found and I ate them. And your words was to me like the joy of rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord. Your words were found and I did eat them. Please. The word of God is the same as the food you eat. Before you eat your food, make sure you eat this book first. Even it's one verse. Eat it. It's a food for your spirit. It will make you stronger. It will make you more powerful. It makes you more spiritual. It makes you, it, it makes you better. It connects you to power. Don't be a shallow and empty Christian. Don't destroy your life, oh. I'm telling you. Don't mess up your destiny. You better sit up. Nobody will drink medicine for the sick person. Sit down and drink it yourself. Nobody can... Please, nobody can go, go to heaven for you. Nobody can succeed for you. Your success is my success, but it's not really, truly. Yeah. Nobody can die for you. Nobody can drink medicine for the sick person. You must, there are things you must do yourself. If you are thirsty, I can't drink water for you. Can you imagine my daughter is, oh, come, she's not well. Stephanie, drink this. Drink this medicine. It will heal you. Daddy, I can't drink. Drink for me. As I give it to me. And I drink for her. So if you want people to be drinking for you. That's why you're moving from one pastor to the other. And they're laying hands on you. Pastor, professor, me, professor, professor. You want quick fix. You want things to happen to you fast. You're not ready to do anything. You are lazy. You're not, ready to, you're not ready to pray. You're not ready to read your Bible. You're not ready to fast. One day I was there. Somebody came to so Please, uh, 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 I want to do some fasting. But please, uh, can I bring you some malt and uh, some... Uh, uh, <laughs> and some uh, I think we declared a 21-day fasting. Yes, of us, you, you, know, you know this one. I can't... Uh, but please, as you know me already, I'll be bringing some uh, milo and some milk to your house and so forth. Please add me, do my fasting for me. Hmm. The person was uh, the person in the church here. Uh, should I mention the person's name? <laughs> Tell the person, nobody can drink medicine for you. you. You should drink it yourself. You should drink it yourself. Amen. And the last of it to encounter this power. Is holiness. Everybody say holiness. Yeah. 
Psalm 24. The verse uh, from 3 to 6, please. No, okay, from, let's go from verse 3 to 6. Psalm 24, 3 to 6. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? Who will experience God? He who has clean what? And a pure. Please listen to me. One of the things that can connect you to the power of God is a clean heart. When we talk about holiness, we, know, we are not talking about what you appear outside to be. So as we can appear as you are holy. As for you, you are holy. So if you know what is in the head of the person sitting as you, will change your position right now. Pure heart. And it's the pure in heart who shall see the Lord. That's what Matthew 5 says. The pure in heart. We are not clean. We try to appear clean. So from the outward, we look clean. We look pure. But deep down within our hearts, it's like a dress tomb. Please lower it. Like a dress tomb. When you are from far, when you see the tomb, you look nice. But when you open it, dry bones. As a person, the way you are looking beautiful and handsome. As a person, I said, the way you are, as I talk to the person, I said, the way you are looking beautiful and handsome. Is it the same inside? Is your heart? Is your heart this? Somebody say yes. Sawara, no, yes. Holiness. Pure in heart. Live right and you will see the power of God. Live right and you will encounter the resurrection power. Jesus said, because of them, I sanctify myself. If you really want to encounter power, that will change your destiny and your life around. As we celebrate the resurrection part, I mean, this morning, I pray that the Lord will help us to take the step that will help us to encounter that spirit. That will make all things possible for us. In Jesus' holy name. Can you please rise to your feet? Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, we honor you today. We bless you for your grace and your mercies. Our hearts and our hands are lifted up to you. As our hope, our refuge, our fortress, our defense, our rock, we ask the Lord, let anything that is dead in our lives, anything that is not working, anything that is not pretty well, in the name of Jesus, as we speak about the person of resurrection, we speak about the person of this resurrection, that is Jesus. He said, I am the resurrection. We pray that Lord come alive in the lives of your people. Revive anything dead. Revive anything dying. Revive dead kidneys. Revive dead livers. Revive dead head, brains, necks, every part of your body. Anything that is dead and is dying. I decree that deadness be released by the power of God. Receive life, receive life, receive life, receive life, receive life. Receive the touch of God right now in the name of Jesus. Receive the touch of God from the crown of hell to the soles of your feet. Every abnormality in your system is cursed right now. Is dead right now. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Anything dying in your life, your marriage, your career, your business, your womb. Receive life in the name of Jesus. I establish every revival. I establish every healing. I establish every life the Lord has impacted you right now. You are not living the same. As you live here, the power of God is working with you. The power of God is working with you. The power of God is also working on you. In the name of Jesus.
Your life is never the same. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Bless you for the touch. Bless you for the experience and the person of the resurrection. Let Jesus be magnified in our lives. Let Jesus be lifted in our hearts. And let your name be glorified. We thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.